All right, and we're live. So today we got a great guest. It's Denny Lyons from California. So Denny, why don't you take a quick second and tell us a bit about yourself and why you're here? Sure. I'm I'm Denny Lyons. I've uh, been in the business. This is my 25th year. Uh, currently with Keller Williams uh, in the Hollywood Hills on the world famous Sunset Strip in West Hollywood, uh, directly across from the Roxy and the famous Rainbow Bar and Grill. And uh, that's uh, in a nutshell. That's 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 a good start. So, did you grow up there? Did you move there, or like most people moving to California? Or? I I'm a California native. I grew up in Garden Grove, which is a little town in Orange County next to Disneyland. Oh, wow. So I grew up in an area where you know I had the beach on you know Huntington Beach on one side, Disneyland on the other. I, I had Knott's Berry Farm, you know, without all without going on a freeway. And so I'm a California native, and I've been in I've been in California um, the majority of my life. So what got you into the real estate business then? Uh, actually, uh, in the late '80s, I was uh, my my previous wife, his, her mother, said, "You know, Din, you'd make a good realtor." And I went, "Oh, that's nice." <laughs> okay, and I went to uh, Century Twenty One uh, at that point in time, and 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 began doing a, and you know, and that's how I got into it in the in the late eighties. Okay, so now obviously this is a niche agent or niche agent. So is it niche or niche for you then? It would be niche. Okay, so now you've kind of got two uh, niches. Then the first is music. So why don't we start with that, and you can we can talk a bit about that, and then we'll talk about your other one at the end. Sure. Uh, well, I'm a patron of the art, and so I love everything creative. I I have uh, thankfully and and um, gratefully have been able to uh, mold uh, my two passions in real estate and in music, um, be it uh, with uh, with people, uh, band members, uh, people behind the scenes, producers, uh, directors, and in movies, um, and so I've just been able to um, forge a a dual you know, a uh, situation for, for myself that, that, that works for me. So I'm sure obviously that makes your job a lot more enjoyable and easier when you can do something you like. Oh, it's a blast. So, you know, I mean, you're, you're able talking to people that, um, you know, are very creative. Uh, you get to know them on a personal level versus the professional level, you know, and so you realize that, you know, that they're human beings, you know, and not just, uh, you know, somebody on the screen. You know, they actually have feelings and are human, you know, and, and have a, there's a human element to them, you know, not just, uh, you know, somebody on the screen or, or, that, or on the vinyl or, you know, on your CD. Yeah. So now you do a lot of work with musicians and artists and things like that. How did you get into that or what, what spun your business into that direction? Obviously, then other than loving it, but what, what made you decide to, to mix those two together? Well, it just made real estate more fun. I mean, I, I've sold houses. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm in West L.A., and I've, I've spent 13 years living and selling in Beverly Hills. Okay. And so I sold, to, I sold to cardiologists. I sold to photographers. I sold. And these were people that were great people, you know, closed the deal. Uh, everybody's happy. But, you know, there was no true bond. I mean, you know, what do you say to a cardiologist? <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? So, you know, they were, you know, I, I did my job, but it was nothing, there was no rapport. I mean, in that sense, there was no the rapport business-wise, of course, but not on a human level. You know, you know he's talking about things that are over my head, and, and if I had told, asked him, you know, who, you know, the animals were, he'd go, what? Okay, what, the zoo? The L.A. Zoo? Yeah. I don't know, man. You know, so, and so ultimately, you know, yeah, I can, you know, music, I can talk shop. I don't care who it is, how it is. 
is why it is I can talk shop. And that ultimately, so I can sit there and, and, and talk to somebody and sell them a house. But at the same time, you know, if I talk to them about how the, where the song title came from, you know, they, they get it and I get it. And so it, it just makes it much more fun for anybody. You know, you know, there's people in L.A. that are horse, you know, that, that, that there's an area of Brentwood, uh, Mandeville Canyon, that there's horses. Right. And guess what? There's people out there that deal with the horses, and because they're horse people, they can talk shop. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know, a horse, okay, that's nice. Yeah. And so that's the deal with that. Okay. So what would you say would be the progression of your business with that? Like, and how did you, how did you spin it into actual getting business from them? Because obviously it's nice to have the passion and put it into your business, but how did you actually make that become part of your business? There's obviously luck involved. Um, you know, there's there's connections. You know, you you know, you 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 stay in an area a certain amount of time, especially in an area like Beverly Hills, right? You know, just West LA in general. Right. You know, there's a, you know that's where a lot of uh, the the players live, be it from you know Sunset Plaza area of West Hollywood to Beverly Hills to the Hollywood Hills to the to Venice Beach. You know, they're they're in that West LA area. So being in you know being um, in that area, you know, and being entrenched. You know, you, you run across somebody that knows somebody. You know, it, it's the old adage, you know, it's who you know or, or you bounce into somebody and it's just sometimes it's just uh, fate yeah. or it's just, you know, serendipitous. You know, it's like, you know, John Lennon and Paul McCartney were, were, were put together right there. Okay, that's serendipitous. Yeah. You know, that's not, you know, they had nothing to do with it. They, that, and that's kind of the way it works. Right. When, 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 you're doing the, when you're doing what you should be doing, things just, line up like the fruit line up yeah so now uh, you've obviously worked with some some big names is there any you can say or tell us a bit or at least about the scope of, of who they are or what kind of people you're working with scope well, yeah yeah there's with. i mean i mean anytime that you deal in, with a celebrity um you you have um what the, what what is called the non-disclosure right and so because they obviously you sold them a house and you can't run out and go, oh, I just sold bobby <laughs> one two three elm street you know what i mean <laughs> you know you know it doesn't work that way yeah you know, and so, but uh, the I, I I can tell you the last rock star that I closed, I uh, can't you know in Venice I can't say where obviously, yeah. but I sold Pink and her husband Carrie Hart their home. Wow, so a big name and, for sure. And um, yeah. these kind of people, you know, you 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 know them from MTV or you have their or you or you own their music, but getting to know them on a personal level, Alicia her her, her name is Alicia. And Alicia and Carrie are the nicest human beings on the planet. Wow. They are as real as as it can be. I mean, it was, a, it was just a pleasure to deal with them and to get to know them as human beings. And the reason she has eight bazillion fans is because I think the fans get the fact that she's real also. Right. Even in, in, in her concerts and whatnot, you know. And so that's, that's very um, enjoyable and very much, um, you know, satisfying. You know when they when they when they, when you close escrow and and the dust settles and they're happy with the house and you and you and you bump into her you know walking down the street you know and she's and she hugs you and she says hey you know I, you know I I, I enjoy the house mm-hmm. we're, we're enjoying the house you know I don't care who it is it it if you you've succeeded yeah. regardless if it's a celebrity or if it's just you know John 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 and Mary Smith you know it's immaterial what's material is the fact that. These people are happy in their home, and 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 you and, and you had a uh, you know a, a situation to to do it. So now, other than like a non-disclosure, what 
type of things would be different in this case than just say a standard transaction for you? Obviously, if you're working with musicians, uh, the music, musical side of it is important. But what what type of things would be different? Well, any any celebrity that you deal with, or you're you're de you're you're dealing with the the actual client. You're dealing with typically their business manager and their attorney. Okay. And so the the main difference, I mean. And the main difference is if, it, if it's a cash, and most of them are cash deals, but that's not that's not the point. Mm -hmm. Even if it's a financing deal, uh, above and beyond the besides the basic transaction of the disclosures and all the stuff that we all go through as realtors, the truly only difference is the fact that you are dealing with the client, and then once you go into the escrow, the, the client's pretty much job is done. Okay. You know they're busy, they're they're doing their thing. You, you now get switched to the business manager and their attorney right. uh, for the, all the paperwork and the signatures and all this and, 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 and whatnot. And so you are dealing with um, a, a three layers of people. Okay. And so, but, um, you know, but other, other than that, it's, it's, no, it's no different than um, any other, you know, any other transaction. Would you say there's a more or less personal side to it in that side, or like an emotional side? You're working with home buyers and they fall in love with the house and they love it and they get all emotional attached. Do you find that, or is it different because you're dealing with managers and lawyers and stuff? No, no, because uh, a lot of times the manager, the kid, keep in mind, a lot of the time the business manager will help make the decision. Right. You know, not only are you take, not only will the client be showing up, but the business manager as well, because they're the ones who control the money. Right. And if, if they if they think the house is not a good idea, trust me, the business manager has more power than the client, <laughs> typically, yeah. because they, you know that's what they're paying them. Right, exactly. You know, they're paying them to 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 manage their money and to make decisions. So why pay them and not take their advice? And so at least you know, um, typically uh, you know the business manager will at least see the property be prior to writing the offer. They are the ones that typically are, will. They'll say, okay, you know, the will green light once the client has found something that they that they like. You know, the business manager is the one that basically comes, takes a look at um, his or herself, and then pulls the trigger uh, with the with the uh, with the go ahead. And the the attorney is just there to babysit the the the, the boilerplate you know contract. Right. And if any counters need to be up, you know, they're they're drawing the counters, makes my job easier. <laughs> you know. You know the attorneys do the you know because that you know, that's what they're again they're being paid to do that so I just that's really the only uh, the main the main difference. Do you have a lot of clients who maybe come come in as not as famous buy a house from you and you knew them before they were famous and you got to see them turn into it or is it are you getting people who are already at that level? Um, you know it, it runs the gambit. Uh, you know it, it it you know I've I've, I've sold houses to a a, a Russian director, big time uh, no excuse me not Russian Polish right. director. Uh, not Roman Polanski, another one. <laughs> I don't and, think he's allowed there, anyways. And, right? Yeah. Yes. Hello. <laughs> and um, and so I don't really, you know, and so I had the, this guy didn't know him from 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 Jack and the Beanstalk. Right. You know, when I went when when I started working with him, it was a referral. Right. Um, I sold um, I uh, I sold a an actress named Amy Garcia a house uh, uh, in the Los Feliz area of Los Angeles about a dozen years ago. Uh, when she was on a, a TV show called um, Greetings, Greetings from Tucson. Okay. And uh, everybody knows her as George. Uh, she, was, she was on the George Lopez show, and she was uh, George's hot niece. Okay. I think I, I know, I think I know the one, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's like, oh, you know, it, uh, Amy was, was George's hot niece that came to come to live with them. Okay, yeah. 
and so, but I sold her a, a property long before, long before that. So that's a perfect example of um, of your uh, of your question. Okay. Now, uh, for lifestyle laws for you, obviously you are into the music scene. How much of that overlaps into the actual business itself? Like, are you using that to generate business, or is it just because you love it, or are you using that to as a way to grow your business? Well, it's you know, I it's it's it, it's twofold. You know, I, I I have I have my I have a whole set of music connections between record labels, uh, business managers, um, and uh, pr uh, personal managers as well. And so I market, you know, to any any of uh, any music situation, I market directly to the music business. And then I have my regular business, which is uh, just uh, you know John and Mary Smith or whoever, you know, and uh, you know, and so I'm it's a, I, I put on a, I put on my my my, my more my traditional realtor hat for those, right? And then my my rock and roll realtor, you know, for the um, for the music um, or, or or you know the entertainment in general, like I said, the patron of the arts, right? You know, and so because I, I I just love music and I love you know the movies and the whole kit and caboodle, you know, and the, and the people there you know are are great, and so that's and so I I kind of have two separate you know I market differently for a house. That let's say uh, an, uh, a retired couple owns that I'm I'm marketing. I'm not marketing them to the record company. I'm right. marketing <laughs> them. You know, it's a totally it's two it's two different sets of 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 marketing that I that I do. Yeah. So on the music side of things or on the entertainment side of things, in, as far as houses go, what would be different? Like I know you'd sent me a listing earlier of something that you have, obviously. Music, musical recording studios is that a big part of the purchase or is it just the lifestyle or is it the actual having the home set up for music is that a, a big part of your it's you know it, it depends on who you are i mean i saw slash's house in beverly hills I, I was not the agent but i did see it when it was on the market and he had built a recording studio in his in his basement um of his home uh it's where he recorded uh slash's snake pit album okay on from, from his home studio wow. and so Again, I think it depends on, on, on who you are. I think the bigger, the bigger you are, the more you don't want to be in the public. You don't want to or, – or the traffic, man. Right. You know, who wants to schlep from point A to point Z? L.A., you know, it, it's not the distance. It's, it's the traffic right. that's the killer. <laughs> yeah. And so if, if you have – bottom line, if you have the resources, you know, and you are at that level, you know, you are – you're able to you – know, you, you have the resources. You do it and you work from home. Even though you know playing music is is a lot of times not work, but that's what makes it not work <laughs> yeah. because you're you're enjoying it. It's it's your it's you know you're lucky enough to to do it, and so I I think it just comes down to you know the the person and 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 what they and especially in today's world where everything is digital, you know it, it you don't it doesn't take as up as much room now as it did back in the day, you know for uh, for somebody to work from home as in as a musician to you know, it's six thousand foot home, and so it's a huge home. And the downstairs, as as your as the pictures show, he's got it. It's, it's got he's got the PA system set up, the drums set up, the lighting. I mean, it's, the whole kit and caboodle is set up. And so all you do is go is go down and rock. <laughs> you know, and yeah. and it's soundproofed. And so it you know you know he said yeah, we have, we we have powered it and played all night and looked outside. Well, wow, man, it, it, it's like light outside. <laughs> 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 like uh, maybe we should go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and so again, 
you know, because you're not following a nine to those, you know, that you're not following a nine to five. Right. You know, you're either you're either working, you know, full tilt on something, or you're on hiatus. So it, it's a feast or famine. You know, it's not the nine to five. Get up. You know what I mean? So yeah. if you're on hiatus, or you come back from a tour, and you're and you're now, you know, you got three or four or five months to to kill before something begins to to roll again, then you know you're ready. Then uh, you know then you can you know the lifestyle allows you to to do that. Right. Now you and I had connected on Facebook. Um, real estate uh, setting, do you network with other agents across North America or across the world who do something similar to this? No, I mean, I, I mean, I've been, this is my 25th year in the business. So I got in, I got in the real estate business uh, when there was what they called uh, MLS books. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The internet didn't even exist. Yeah. Okay. Fax machines barely existed. And so you had, once a week you had MLS books. And so me and technology you know, I'm a, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a meet, I, you know, I, I, I love to cold call. So I will cold call people, you know, I will go out and meet people, I'll get referrals, you know, but I have not embraced the technology as the younger generation has. And everybody has a, everybody kind of does their own thing. I have a Facebook page, but I mean, I, you know, la-di-da. <laughs> <laughs> you don't use it and promote it. You much, know what I mean? Or... I mean, I, I, I have, I, I have people all day long wanting to, 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 to charge me to, to, Oh, we can do this, that, and the other. Go. I don't even know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> you know, I have no idea. You know, what you're sound, what, what you're saying may sound great, man, but not, but it, it, it's foreign to me. Right. And so I have it, but it's not where. I mean, anybody that is is in 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 my part of West LA, regardless of it, celebrity or not, because let's get let's get that issue out of the way. The million dollars is is not even a house. The million two is about the starting point. Wow. And so the people in the area, they're busy, man. Yeah. You know, they don't have time. They're not, they're not schlepping on Facebook and playing Farmville and yeah. you know whatever the whatever you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not how they it's not how they operate. Right. It's a very you know, yeah, it's a busy. very different market. That's why they hire you. Yeah. That's why they get a referral. Yeah. You know, and so that's why you know you do the homework. You know, you go preview the houses, and you call them, and you and you they tell you exactly what they want, and you go preview. Right. You know, and so the the price point that that we deal with anybody, not just me, anybody deals with in West LA. Condos are less, of course, but if, if you want a single family house in West Hollywood, million two, and forget about the hills, forget about Sunset Plaza or BH, Beverly Hills. You know, but you know, a million, you know, a million, one million two is just a starter home. I mean, it, it sounds. It sounds ridiculous, but you know, bad but true, as Metallica says. You know. Yeah, I do, a friend of mine's an agent in Kansas City, and she just sold a house for five thousand dollars. So <laughs> it's a bit. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was a. Wow, that's. It was a foreclosure, and just yeah. So <laughs> it's crazy to see just how different the prices are across the the, the country. Oh yeah, yeah, no end. And you know, the entertainment business, the entertainment business drives the, the L.A. Um, economy. Yeah. Just like Boeing does in Seattle, yeah. and I'm sure other parts of the country. You know, uh, you know, San Diego is is is, is more is military, you know, navy, uh, you know, driven, military yeah. driven. Yeah. But Los Angeles is entertainment. Yeah. You know, you you put up in somebody makes twenty million on a movie, which sounds crazy, but thinking a two or three four million dollar house is chump change. Yeah. yeah. They just write a check. You know, and and move on. You know, and so it's it's kind of like monopoly money. <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so uh, I'm going to shift gears into one of your other niches. So for you, it's you said you do a lot of cold calling. So can you tell us a bit about that? And, and obviously, you said about I think you said about 50% of your business comes from the music side and entertainment side. So the other side is obviously going to be picked up from the cold calling. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I've been cold calling since since the 90s, uh, and it works. You know, it works if you do, as right. I tell people. It, it did. Does that work? It does what you do, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, hello. Yeah. Um, I I have, you know, it, 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 I, it's so ingrained in me that I, it, nothing bothers me. I mean, I've seen it all, heard it all, you know, and so it's a, it's something, you know, Gary Keller. Um, the founder of Keller Williams has a new book or a newer book called um, The One Thing. Yeah. And, and his gig says, you know, find one thing. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm making it, I'm simplifying things, you know, in lieu of time. But find one thing and do it. And, it, you know, it's, it's cold calling, for, you know, 10,000 postcards every month. You know, but you know you have to do something. Yeah. You know, you have you, you can't sit like a lump of sugar. Yeah, and that's you know? what this podcast is all about. It's it's finding that one thing for people and and doing it exactly. So for and the, so and get ahead. So so for the cold calling for you, what would you say is the average price point in your area then for that? The the, the average price point, uh, depending upon if it's because I'm calling single family and condo houses okay. are or north of a million. There's not a single there's not a single family house anywhere in in my marketing area on the west side of LA. I don't care if it's Venice Beach, if it's Marina del Rey, if it's Westwood, Brentwood. Brentwood's even more expensive. Wow. You know Beverly Hills. I mean all these little towns. You know a million dollars is 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 entry level, if even that. Right. Condos, uh, condos uh, are uh, for the smaller condos. You can get a condo in the 500 range, maybe four. You know, depending upon leased land, is a, a, a place in Marina del Rey that you can buy a, a condo in the threes. Right. But it's on leased land until you've got like your your HOA is massive because you, you you're paying a HOA plus you're paying a land lease fee. Right. Yeah. And hence that's why the prices are, are lower because your payment is 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 much higher mm -hmm. your your HOA fees. You know, so you know, but uh, generally speaking, 500k is uh, the starter for, you know, anything with uh, anything of stature, anything more than a thousand feet and and it goes up from there. You know, you can pay millions of dollars on the oceanfront for a condo. Wow. So do you do a lot of cold calling to luxury homes or is it that entry level detached family? No, home, uh, what, because no, it, it's any it's actually anybody and everybody because the do not call list forces you to especially in West LA because a lot of people have been taken off of it. Right. It forces you to broaden your parameters. Yeah. That's why you it's why you're cold calling um condos. Uh I, I also uh put in uh, four units and under and single family. Okay. And the reason and I'm asking so, is because I know a lot of agents they get spooked when it comes to cold calling higher end homes and they say, Oh, they don't want to they don't want me to call them if they're a million dollar home I or can a assure luxury you. home. Nope. I before the do not before the do not call list came on in the early part of the of the century here or whatever the millennium or whatever the hell it's called, <laughs> I, I I lived in Beverly Hills and only cold called Beverly Hills. Wow. I had a database of five thousand names that I worked from. It was just revolving. As I finished, I just called the same person again. It was just constant because by the time I called you today, and you told me no. By the time I got back to you after calling five, after I got through my my, my book and called you again, but enough time had passed that a you forgot who the hell I am, <laughs> or two you've you've been called by six other people. Yeah. 
but your needs but your needs change. I mean, people yeah. divorce, people's job gets transferred, so, uh, uh, somebody happens to pass away, um, and they have to move one one reason or another. Just because you call them once and they say no, doesn't mean you can't call them and you know again. Yeah. You can't you can't call them on Tuesday and call them again on Friday. Hey, yeah. I, I called you Tuesday, man. <laughs> hey, it's yeah. Friday. Are you ready to rock? Yeah. Uh, no. You have to have enough numbers. So in today's world, especially in West LA, you have to. I have to broaden my um, marketing right. uh, areas for that. But I, I, I'm working with the same numbers. I'm just. It's just a higher. It's just a bigger uh, area that I'm covering right. because of that. And in, in lieu of just single family, I've got condo and four units and under. Okay. So how much? Uh, how long would it take for you to call through those five thousand names or so? I, I, I try, I mean, I, I, I have a goal of, I, I cold call two hours a day. Okay. And I have a minimum of five hours a week if I get totally, um, so minimum of five hours a week, goal two hours a day. Uh, it's average about, I can average about 75 dials an hour. Okay. So if I, dial, if I cold call for two hours, I'm going to dial, I'm going to make 150 calls a day. Right. Out of that, depending upon... You know, you're getting a hold of you're getting a hold of maybe 30 people out of the 150 dials that you that you that you call. Out of that, you I get I'm, I'm you, you're getting about a 10% um, lead generating from contact. So if I can get if I can get a hold of 30 people, I can usually end up with about an you know, average of three listing leads out of that uh, day's calling. Wow. Good numbers. And then I just and then I follow up with them. You know, that's the most important thing is following up. If you don't follow up with them, you don't even call. Yeah. You're wasting your time. I, I just had a chat with a friend of mine in the office about that today, and that's we said that's the crucial thing. You can call as many people as you want, but if you're not following up with them, you're throwing them away. You're you're hoping you may get a couple here and there, but if you're not following up with them, there's you've wasted more time than not. Well, I I, I can tell you that in what is this fourteen ninety six in almost twenty years of cold calling. I've, I've probably I've probably made a half a million dials or more. I've never took count, but it's a ton. Yeah. And I bring it up. I've only had one time that I called I cold called the gentleman on a Monday, and his wife had passed away on that Saturday, which I had no idea. I was just cold calling. Yeah. And he said, "My wife just passed away on Saturday. I can't live here. Come over right now. This is my house. I'm moving out to my son's house." One one time. Every other time, you've had to follow up and continue to and, and continue to be persistent, yeah. pleasantly persistent. I call it <laughs> because if yeah. you if you're not pleasantly if you if you are not pleasantly persistent, you you will burn your bridge because they will sense it. Yeah. But you got to just follow up. You know, hey, you know, are are, are you still looking to to sell your house? And if you are, is now the right time? No. Okay. Thank you. I'll call you again. Yeah. Have a good day. Thank you. You know, but I get, I get, I get in because they they tell me, man, I had this realtor call me yesterday, you know, and boy, he was rude, and boy, blah 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 blah, you know, yeah. it's like these people are burning their own bridge, and, they, <laughs> and they're not even getting the fact that they're working and burning their own bridge because they're they're not being, you know, pleasantly, they're they're not pleasant on the phone, they're like aggressive or whatever whatever they're doing. Yeah. You know, I would say, would you be offended? be offended if I sent my card to you, ma'am. You said you wanted to... Oh, no, no, I'm not... wouldn't be offended. Well, of course you're not going to be offended. It's a great... You know, but you see... But, oh, I'm going to send my card to you. I'm going to come and bang on your door tomorrow. Uh, no, you're not, dude. 
<laughs> you know, so it, 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 it's the approach as well. So, I mean, there's, you have to be diligent and disciplined to cold call. Right. But That's you also sure. have to have some sort of finesse and, and common sense to know when to, when to you know, it, it's the old, you know, the gambler's time. You know, you've got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. So do you use any script, certain scripts or follow any certain uh, types of scripts? No, well, my, you know, my script is I identify myself, I identify my company, I identify the purpose. You know, hello, this is Denny Lyons. I'm with Keller Williams in the Hollywood Hills. And I'm calling today in reference to your home that you own over here at 123 Elm Street. And the purpose of my call today was to see if you were considering selling your home there in the next oh, three to six months or so. No. Thank you. And you're on to the next. Because what happens is, through trial and error, if, if, if you say you want to sell your house, they just tell you no. Right. And, and, and if you tell me what you, you, if you tell them three to six months, they will tell you, no, 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 not, uh, I want to sell it a month. Okay, cool. Oh, no, 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 maybe after summer. You know, they'll tell you. Yeah. If, if you give them a time frame, if that time frame doesn't work for them, they'll tell you. You know, no, but, you know, I'm going to sell in April. Okay, cool. Guess what? This is January. And then follow up. Very cool. <laughs> follow up. Yeah. You know, and so it's just, you know, you can say anything, man. I mean, I, I, I listened to one of your um, podcasts, and there was a gentleman from Century 121. Yes, who James, just said, James you know, it, Yeah, yeah, and he said, you know, it's, which is true. You know, you can just say, hi, do you want to sell your house? You know, it's numbers. Yeah. Yeah. More people you you ask, you know, so that people get people get I think people get a fear, fear kills not just real estate business, but I mean life and you know relationships and everything else. So fear is the number one thing. Yeah. Oh no, I can't call that house. That's a big house. They keep gonna throw me out the door. Guess what? No, I I sold. Do you know the poker playing dogs? Yes. Do you know that tapestry with the poker playing yeah. dogs? Yeah. Okay, here they were. They're my clients. I mean, they, they moved to Florida. He's an older gentleman and then Beverly Hills, cold call. Wow. <laughs> I, sold, I sold the house. They moved to Florida. But he's the poker playing dog dude. Wow. <laughs> I forgot his name now, but yeah. he's the guy that, that created the, you. But, you know, you, you, know, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a cold basement. call. Yeah, wow. That, that, was, yeah, that was a cold call. Wow. So, no, don't, I don't buy any of that mumbo jumbo. That's just fear. Yeah. Or 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 you just make an excuse not to work. Yeah. A or B. Yeah. Take your pick. Yeah. Okay. You so, know. So in the interest of time, let's. Why don't you give us a golden nugget, uh, something that our listeners can take away, and something that you've learned and that you want to share. Well, okay. I would say in my 25 years, uh, the the quick nugget would be, you've got to do something. I don't care what it is, but you cannot sit like a lump of sugar and expect business to come to you. You have to you have to lead generate on a daily basis, and you lead generate until you die or you retire. <laughs> you don't lead generate until you get three listings and now you're good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you have to have the mindset of this, you're in the, you're in a business that you need to lead generate, and you lead generate until you die or you retire. And I don't care if it's cold calling. I don't care if it's door knocking. If you're buying business, if you, you know, are going to the mall and passing out cards and whatever you do on a daily basis, if you you have to lead generate, and you can't just sit for, for floor time, which we don't do in LA, but I know a lot of people do floor time, yeah. you know, 
and uh, that's passive. Yeah. You're not, you know, that's not going to get you anywhere. So that would be my my two cents worth of that. Just do it, as Nike says, yeah. which is the, which is a very true statement. And it, it amazes me that it's you hear that over and over and over, and agents just still don't understand. The, the value and the yeah, importance well, of that. Yeah, again, you know, yeah, yes, that's, I mean, I, I can drill it into anybody's head that, you know, that's what you got to do, man. Yeah. If, if you wish to be in real estate, you know, we're in a lead generating business. Real estate just happens to be the byproduct of yeah, that. Exactly. I just, I just taught a class this morning and that's, I kept hounding that into people and it's, I can't say it enough. So, okay, so. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll go ahead. Oh, well, go so, ahead. just going to wrap up and just say, why don't you tell us how uh, we can get a hold of you and if, if you want to check out what you're about, what's the best way to do it? Well, the uh, the best way to get a hold of me would be uh, I'll give you my phone number, my my cell number, and the my um, email. Okay. Uh, and uh, email is the is the rock in as a Nancy in roll realtor at gmail dot com. The rock and roll realtor at gmail dot com. But in is in, not and. Okay. It was R O C K in as a Nancy R O L L realtor. We all know how to spell realtor. I hope I don't have to go do that. <laughs> dot. If not, I'm not going to go. I won't do it. <laughs> and um, at gmail.com, my phone number is area code 310-720-2710. Again, that's 310-720-2710. Great. And I'm going to put that on the bottom on the actual website as well so people can connect with you that way. Yeah, it was, this, this was fun, man. Thank Anytime. You. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. It's definitely one of the more unique ones we've done, so it's been a, it's a neat to, to get that viewpoint and see how you're doing things. So thank you again. Twice. Thanks. We'll talk soon. All right.